Welcome to the Rise and Thrive Podcast. My name is Liz Paris. And I'm Christina Cyphers. We're sisters. And we have been on a journey to get unstuck in life and learn tips, tools, and techniques to find more success, love, and happiness. We want to share what we've learned with you to help you move from surviving to thriving. Welcome back to another episode of Horizon Thrive. We are super excited to be here with you guys today. We hope that your summer is going amazing. Um, ours is Hello. coming to an end shortly here. My kids actually start school on August 9th. Can you believe that? When I was a kid, we didn't start, start school till September. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's soon. Yeah, yeah, super soon. I'm not going to lie, though. I'm pretty excited for them to go back to school. I've been their event coordinator for, you know, the past couple of months, <laughs> and I'm getting a little bit tired just because my kids are very hands on and like every day is like going to a lake and going biking and going to the jump place. And it's just it's been a lot and a lot of fun activities. But I think I think a little structure will be good for all of us. So, <laughs> well, they've had the funnest summer. So mission accomplished. <laughs> yes, yes, they have had the fun of summer. Um, today, our topic is how to make and keep friends as an adult. And I actually chose this topic because this is something that I would like to work on living in a new place. I just feel like it's been a little bit harder for me to make friends. And then also moving away, I'm trying to like learn how to to keep friends that I live far away from and things that are important about that. So I thought it'd be fun to, to do a little bit of research and find um, some good information. And I, I feel like it actually, from what I've read, it's, I think this is something that everyone needs. I think that all of us um, as adults, we don't realize that making and keeping friends is actually something that you need to put some attention to. And as, as, as we um, help our children, you know, teachers are looking to help kids make good relationships in the classroom. And then as parents, we're looking to find kids for our friends to be friends with. And so we're really applying a lot of energy and effort towards helping our children make good friends. And sometimes I think we forget that it's very important um, to have friendships for us as well. Um, having friends helps you to reduce stress and anxiety. Having people who are there for you, um, both in good and bad times can help you cope with different situations that are going on in your life and can give you a sense of belonging. And I know for me, when our dad had passed away, I mean, family, of course, was number one. And we were grateful that Liz and I had each other. But it was so huge. Like right after my dad died, I had multiple friends send me flowers, bring us meals. There were so many things. And having, you know, um, people around that cared in a time of need and having friends that were there made a huge difference as well. And yeah, that was huge. Just knowing that people cared about us and watching the outpouring of love. It was so cool. <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. And that's one thing that I've been thinking about ever since our dad passed is how I can be a better friend because so many people really reached out to me and had, have been really incredible friends, um, to me at that time. So I thought first, um, 
we would start out by um, talking about how to make friends. Okay, so first I want to talk about this study. And this study that I found was between 355 adults. And um, these 355 adults had moved to a new place and they wanted to see how many hours that it took um, for all of these people to feel like they had a casual friendship, um, a bet like and best friends and things like that. And so they found in this study that it takes um, around 40 to 60 hours of time spent together in the first few weeks after people met to form a casual friendship. And, and as I read that, I was like, wow, (laughs) how did they have that much time? Um, and in the study, these were single, um, college students. So they obviously have more time than some of us, um, adults out there that have children and, and other agendas. Um, and I did find (laughs) in my studies that it is easier to focus more on friends when your kids do leave the nest, like when they do go away to college and you're kind of like an empty nester again, but That being said, um, I think that it's important to realize that you can't really automatically form even a casual friendship by meeting someone in like one hour that it's going to take, you know, this says 40 to 60 hours. And so just knowing that, okay, like if, you know, if I want to um, have better friends and get more involved with friends, it's important to, to make time for that. Um, And I think, being a stay-at-home mom and a parent, I've noticed that I become best friends with the moms of my um, children's <laughs> friends. So yeah. they, be- because I'm seeing them every day, I'm dropping my kids off at their house. They're picking my kids up. So one of my friends, um, Casey in, in Pueblo, before we moved, I saw her more than one time a day because we would um, carpool together and then we were getting together on the weekends for the kids to play. And so because we had spent so much time together, um, you know, we kind of automatically like became really good friends just because of that. And so I think keeping that in mind that if you, what, depending on what stage you're in, it might be best, you know, to look for your friends through your children's parents, your children's friends, parents, excuse me. Um, That's kind of how I have found it to be successful. Um, And then everyone's happy because then when you get to, when you get together with um, their family, then not only, you know, do you have a friend, but my husband's become friends with their husbands, the kids are all friends. And it's, it's so great for everyone. Um, So in the study, it said that to transition from a casual friendship um, to the next level takes another 80 to 100 hours of time together. And then to become best friends takes, um, they said, around 200 hours spent together. Then you can feel like you are like really good friends. So I just. Well, I have to say something because I think if you go through something with somebody else, like maybe a hard event or something like that. And maybe you don't quite spend the 200 hours or whatever the number of hours. I think sometimes you bond at such a deep level because you went through something really hard together. You know what I mean? So I I think these are really good guidelines, but I think that there are situations where you become strong, fast friends 
even outside of, you know, spending tons of time together, but like For meaningful sure. time. Right. Well, and, and this study <laughs> didn't even look at, you know, going through a hard trial together or something like that. It only looked at time spent together. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there definitely, I'm sure are so many other studies and things out there that could maybe be, if you, you know, if you experience the same trial, then maybe, you know, that knocks off a whole 100 hours of the time you had to spend because you already, you, you automatically have a connection with that person or things like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah that's a good point is that I'm sure there's so many other things that can go into this, but I just, I thought that this was interesting because for me, as I've gotten older, sometimes I'm like, wow, why don't I, you know, feel like I really can connect with anyone. And I'm like, oh, well, I've spent like two hours in the past six months with another human being that I consider a friend, you know what I mean? So I'm yeah. kind of like, I need to you know, really look at putting on time. And, and another thing it doesn't answer is it says in here is would a single, a young single adult form friendship faster than a married middle-aged person? Like this is only, you know, for young single adults. So it definitely could be different, different stages of life. I just thought it was interesting to see, you know, how long it really took. And, and if you look back at friendships that you maybe had from high school you've spent so much time with those people that I feel like it's easy to reconnect with them because, you know, you already spent those 500 hours at senior year every day after school and track practice and on the weekends and stuff. And so, um, sometimes those friendships that you've made from a long time ago, you can feel so close to those people just because of all the time that you've spent with them. So anyway, just some interesting things that were in the study. Um, and so let's talk a little bit more about how to um, keep friends as an adult. Um, so I went through a bunch of different um, articles and studies and things, and I kind of made my own list with um, nine things in it. And so the first one is obvious, and we kind of already brushed on that, but it's making time to connect with them. And I feel like we're so lucky with our cell phones. Oh my goodness. We can text (laughs) people. We can call people. We can FaceTime. We can zoom. We can get on Facebook for Liz and I connecting with our brothers. The only way we can contact them when they're in Taiwan is through Facebook messenger. That's literally it. So if there wasn't Facebook messenger, we would, we never used to see them. We used to talk to our brother, Rob, like, you know, 10 years ago, like once a year on Christmas, maybe like we never talked to him and, and recently, and the phone bill was like $300. Yeah. And it would be so expensive. Yeah. And now recently, I mean, we just messaged each other like every day, like funny things or, you know, giving our, to him, um, updates on our dad, we'd send them to our brothers and things like that. So I think that now more than ever, it's so easy to use your phone to connect with people. Um, Marco Polo has been a big one for me since I've moved here. If you're not familiar with that, it's just, you, you, it's really nice, especially for busy people. Cause you don't have to text anything. You can just get on there and talk and it is a video, but I don't even usually watch the videos. I usually just like listen when I'm driving or even talk when I'm driving. I don't really like look into the video. It just makes it an easy way to connect with people and to get updates and things like that. Um, and then, um, I love this one making time. So this is number two is actually spending time together. So number one can be on your phone. Number two is actually spending time together. So making time to go away together for a few days or spending a few days, um, like going to their house or going on a vacation together. This is such a great way to boat, to boost closeness. Again, if you've ever like had a friendship and then you, you know, you're like, Oh, you know, let's do a girl's trip and go up to park city or whatever it, 
it's such a nice way to reconnect and to um, feel close again and to, and to make more memories and to kind of remember those old memories as well. And this one has been awesome for me since I've moved. So we live in Grand Junction and it's kind of a halfway point between Salt Lake City and where we used to live in Pueblo, Colorado. And a lot of my friends they that I um, had in Pueblo, they've traveled through and they've either stayed with us a few nights. I'm um, actually just went biking with my friend on Monday. She was coming through town or I mean, Tuesday, yesterday, um, she was coming through town and we went biking and it was awesome. So I think that, you know, taking that time to um, have a little bit of togetherness, even, and especially if you live far away is so huge. Um, and then number three is be there when it matters. And so we kind of brushed on this in our intro when, you know, our father died, just having so many people send cards and text messages and phone calls and flowers and dinners and you name it. Like everyone was so had such an outpouring of Liz's friends and my friends, Rob's friends. Remember one of Rob's friends sent a hundred dollars to us and said, this is for dinner for you guys. And I didn't even know them, but they found my Venmo account and Rob didn't have one just cause he, you know, was in Taiwan. And so it was just so cool to, to get that out, um, word, um, love from everybody. And it was awesome. Um, number four is to talk about the future. So if we expect that someone is going to be a part of our future, um, then we're happy to put energy in maintaining good ties with that. The perfect example for this, for me is, um, one of my friends, mine and my husband's friend, Drew, um, he lives in New York city, but I always, whenever I talk to him, I'm like, when are you coming out again? Like, are you coming snowboarding this winter? Or are you going to come in the summer when we can go and take the side by side and go four wheeling? Like, it's always like, whenever we talk, about yeah. the next time we're going to see each other. And I, I think that's huge because if you aren't going to be spending, you know, physical time together with people, then you're kind of like, Meh, what's the point of putting that energy in to maintain that friendship? Um, number five, this one is awesome. It's pay attention to details. So when is their birthday? Are they going to have a baby? Did their child get married or did they graduate from high school? So even if you don't, you know, send them a birthday card, at least put it in your phone and shoot them a text message. I, I try to at least send all my friends a GIF on their birthday, like find a funny GIF video on my phone and at least do that. Um, and I would like to get to the point of sending like cards and things like that. Um, but I think making an extra effort to remember those details when you talk to them on the phone or shoot them a message, asking them, you know, how was your birthday? What did you do? Even if you missed it, ask them the next day or a week later, what did you guys do, you know, on your birthday or how did so-and-so's graduation go? I think that's such a huge part, um, of friendship is paying attention to those details, acting interested and genuinely being interested and remembering, you know, the important things of their life. Um, and then number six is also sharing things about yourself. So intimacy and friendship is, you know, about letting other people know what's going on in your life, like in a deep way, um, talking about your struggles, talking about things you're excited about, um, this is such an important part of, of friendship. And, um, and I, th especially, I, th I think for men, it's important, but I think for women, especially we need someone to, you know, listen to and to care about us. And, and, and it goes, you know, mutually both ways, I think. And I, I, I think that's one of the most important things about friendship is, you know, having someone that you can really connect with and share things about your life. Um, number seven is, um, 
remind your friend that you're thinking of them. I love this one. Cause I've never actually like think to, um, I don't know how to say this, but like make a goal or something of this, but sometimes you just automatically do this. So like, if you're driving by somewhere, like perfect example, my friend, um, Marianne was at bear, um, park yesterday. She Marco polled all of my girlfriends and said, guys, I was like, look, I'm at bear park. Do you remember when we used to come here in high school? And we were talking about all the fun we used to have playing on the swings and the slides there, even though we were like 18, but sharing um, memories. I love that. Yes. Yeah. Sharing memories. And so when, when you, you know, if you drive by, um, a taco place that you used to go to with your friend, like say, Oh, I just drove by the taco place we used to eat at miss you wish we could go get a taco or things like that. And I never like thought to make a point of doing that. But once I read that, I was like, yeah, I do do that. And people, you know, do that. And I want to do it more. Cause I think sometimes we think of people, but then we don't tell them, you know, how many times does, does it cross our mind that, Oh yeah, I remember when I did that, such, this with that person. So I'm making actually an effort to like reach out and say, you're thinking of them. It said that that was also important to do. Um, and this one's fun. Um, number eight is remind your friends why they're special and why their friendship is special to you. It's an affirmation of the person's value to you. And, um, we need this not only in, um, our romantic relationships, but also in our platonic friendships too. So, um, I do this all a lot, actually. I think I'm pretty good at giving compliments, but I'll, I'll like say to my friends like, Oh, I love that you you're so like, that actually I was just talking to my friend today and then she was going to drop off some birthday presents for some friends she was telling me. And I was like, I love that you are so good at gift giving and you're so like, she just makes an effort to always remember, you know, like special events. And so I like pointed that out to her. And I think, you know, like if you like something about your friend, then, you know, tell them and, um, and also in your relationships, it's also important. I think sometimes we forget about that in our um, romantic relationships, kind of pointing out, you know, why that person's special to you, um, and things that, you know, that they do that you like. Um, and so, um, it's okay to focus on, um, friendships and relationships that are most important to us. So number nine, um, is kind of like figure out what's most important, what relationships are most important to you and focus on those. You, I feel like sometimes, um, you may find that you're, you know, you're losing contact with people and, and, and maybe that's okay. Maybe, you know, that friendship, it's okay that that friendship ends and it was maybe there for part of your life, but I think it, it's okay to know that you don't have to continue every single friendship, That's it's important to kind of pick and choose because we don't really have time, you know, to maintain every single friendship that we've ever made in our life. And so, um, number nine is just focusing on, um, which ones are important and putting your effort and time into those. And, um, and then my last thing about it is just setting a goal. Like for me, I'd love to fret to send a birthday card out to all my friends on their birthday. And so like, for me, it could be every Sunday or not every Sunday, but like the first Sunday of every month, I'm going to, you know, write down birthday cards and send those out for the month, even if it's a little early or whatever. Um, but I think it's good to listen to podcasts and get all this advice, but it's another thing to take action and actually, um, apply what you're learning. So I hope that, um, you know, not only are you listening to this, but you could maybe pick out a few things that you'd like to yeah. do. I think even thinking about a friend that you maybe have been close to in the past and maybe haven't put in, put forth that effort in the last little bit and just being like, Hey, I'm going to reach out to them today, whether it's a text, a phone call, whatever, sending them a little 
emoji or whatever. One of my friends actually two weeks, like last week, she sent out a picture of us from high school. Like she had this picture she found and she took a picture of it on her phone and sent it to us. And, and it was just fun to kind of see that. So yeah, you, there's lots of different ideas that you could do, but hopefully after this podcast, once you, you know, turn it off, reach out to someone, find a friend, you know, like Liz said that maybe you need to reconnect with, um, or tell someone something awesome about them that you really appreciate, appreciate about your friendship. And so I hope that this podcast, um, was helpful to you. I know that I learned a few things in it and also was a good reminder about, um, how important it is to have good friends and that it does take time and that we knew we do need to be applying ourselves in that area. So Liz, what else did you want to add? Um, I loved what you said. And I just, you know, if a friend remembers me and reaches out to me or when they do, it just feels great. It feels great to be remembered. I think all of us love to be remembered. All of us love to be heard. You know, if you call someone, everybody's going through something. So just the opportunity for them to share a little bit of their struggles and feel cared about. It's so important. Connection is so important. So keep up on that. You know, I have a friend who moved far away and, uh, back East and she's so cute. She said to me, we need to go to lunch like virtually. <laughs> so, cause we used to be, we were go to lunch friends and we haven't done it yet. I've got to do that. I'm going to, I'm going to like, that's my thing. I'm going to, um, arrange a time. So after listening to this about strengthening friends, I'm going to arrange a time with my friend, um, Cindy, and we're going to go to lunch virtually and just chat and catch up and remember the good old days of going to lunch in person. So anyway, (laughs) sounds awesome. We want you to report back to us about how your virtual lunch date went. I want to hear about that. Okay. (laughs) Sounds good. I'll contact her right after this, but do I get to share my oops moment too? Yes, please. We want to hear it. (laughs) All right. So, um, you know, I try to keep my schedule low key as much as possible. Of course, I've got mentoring appointments and we record podcasts and I've got family stuff and all the things. Um, but yesterday was just a funny day. Um, I thought, okay, today's my day to not be working and it's going to be super relaxing. And it was, it was pretty relaxing, but I, I did schedule quite a bit in and it, I was exhausted by the end of the day. And anyway, it just was funny. I, I got a massage first thing in the morning and my son needed the chiropractor. And I thought, well, if he's already going, I'm just going to get adjusted while I'm there. So massage chiropractic. And then, um, yesterday I also was attuned for being, becoming a master Reiki, um, healer. And so that was, there was a lot all in one day. And I just remember about five o'clock at night, I was like, I could go to bed right now. And <laughs> I didn't go to bed that early. I did take a nice hot bath and relax and, and get to bed. But it was just one of those reminders where it's like, oh, wow. Like sometimes we pack things in and, and it's kind of a oops where it's like, maybe I would have enjoyed each one of these a little more if I didn't have so much on my plate, but still a good day, still lots of fun. And uh, anyway, just take time for you. Um, I think taking that one hour at the end of the day to just have a hot bath and kind of let it all melt away and let all the stuff that had been released from my, uh, my massage just kind of go down the drain of my bathtub. That felt really good. (laughs) 
So, but yeah, no overscheduling guys. Oops. Right. Sometimes we get to the end of the day and we're like, why did I schedule my kids thing at the same time as this other thing? And (laughs) anyway, trying to focus more on, on, uh, having things flow well in a schedule and honoring the schedule and honoring ourselves while we're honoring the schedule. Right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Good times. Good. Well, thank you. And thanks for listening. Go strengthen up those friendships. Hey, I did want to share one quick thing. Um, On August 5th at 7 o'clock p.m. Mountain Standard Time, um, I this is Liz talking, Liz Paris and um, another mentor, a guest mentor, um, Aaron Benson. We will be teaming up to teach you to empower your kids by supporting them through to, to be mentally ready to go back to school. And this is for parents. This is a free webinar for parents to help you understand how, like get new ideas of how to support your teens on the fifth. It's going to be for teens, August 5th. And on the 12th, it's going to be for kids. So if you have teens jump in on our August 5th training, and if you have um, kids jump in on our August 12th training, and we will be there to support you and give you ideas um, of how to support your children and help um, connect with them and be ready to help them get back to school. So this is mental readiness. You know, we've got all these supplies going and notebooks and pens and backpacks and clothes, but this part is not so much the physical readiness as um, supporting your children, connecting with them, um, and being aware of their needs to help them be mentally ready to go back to school. So we'll have those, um, the link, the zoom link for that class, for both of those classes, the fifth and the 12th, the fifth for teens, the 12th for kids, and you guys can join in. It's free. It's going to be informational. It's going to be fun. And we're going to be real. We're parents. We, we have our, our hangups and our triggers and our desires to be better, but we have a lot of great ideas for you to move forward and help your kids start their school year being mentally prepared and feeling better about themselves as they go back to school. So join us if you can, we'd love to have you there. Sounds awesome. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks so much. Are you ready to make forward movement in an area of your life, relationships, money, organization, health, or happiness? We want to help you get the results you've always wanted and the happiness that you are worthy of. And so we've started a movement to support you in making these positive changes in your life. Arise Now is the best place to start when you are ready to get better results in life and you want positive support, effective tools, and strong motivation to make it happen. And that's why we started our movement, Arise Now. Arise Now is a supportive, fun, three-month-long program where you will learn tools, techniques, and mindset shifts to move forward in your relationships and goals. In Arise Now, you will have the support to set and accomplish three personalized goals. You will receive 12 valuable one-hour live training, enjoy daily accountability, and enjoy a safe, supportive community to start arising and thriving now. Visit ariseandthrivelife.com today and register so that you can get all the support, training, and accountability to start arising and thriving in your life.